Welcome to 20 Minutes with Joelle and Stephen Gibson. This is Stephen. That's Joelle. And this is our podcast. Welcome to 2021. Yeah, it's a brand new year. I finally put on a new clean pair of underwear. Congratulations. The other ones are getting a little ratty. Yeah. Um, but they still worked. They lasted a year. So yeah, it's pretty amazing. They'll be remembered. Um, yeah. <laughs> I spit my lip. Did you see that? Yeah. It didn't look like much. It hurt. Um, go ahead. What were you going to say? I wasn't going to, I was going to say so. So I was thinking that this is season three of Stephen and Joelle. Why season three? This is the third year that we started doing this. Is that true? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I don't believe it. We started last year. No, we started the year before. We started in Briar Hill. Did we? Yep. Wow. Isn't that wild? The time flies. I know. I think it's still closer to a year, probably the end of 20. It was the end of 2019 because I remember when I was typing in the information, it was like season what? And I was like, oh, we'll do season two because we're on our, it's a new year. Mm, cool. So that's fun. Cool beans. We um, doubled our listeners from last episode. We did? We went from one to two. <laughs> no, last week was six plays on Anchor. Oh, okay. On Anchor. People are listening on Spotify. How <laughs> do you made... check how many people listen on Spotify? I don't know. Let's just pretend there's a lot. There are a lot. There are We're going to have to start adding some sponsored ads. If you want us to sponsor anything. Yeah. Um, let us preparation know. H. Yep. Speak from experience. Oh, always the best ad. I have to confess something. Yeah. I watched a little bit of something without you yesterday. What? The big fat quiz. Okay. And in it, um, oh, I forget his name. He was in the IT crowd. Yes. The hair. Yeah. Um, he was like, he mentioned Anisol, and he was like. There now, hopefully they'll sponsor me. <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh, that's what the joke reminded me of." Because I think Anisol and Preparation H are the same thing. Yeah, but people would prefer to buy something called Preparation H than Anisol. <laughs> <laughs> really on brand right there. If you could have, here's a little segment. If you could have any company sponsor our podcast and they would give us free stuff, what would it be? Um, Pop Tarts. No, mm, we have Pop Tarts, by the way. We never made gingerbread houses with them. Yeah, because they're not made of ginger. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know. Hate gingerbread. It would probably be, you know, for me, some kind of uh, I don't know, computer electronic thing. <laughs> yeah. Xbox. Canada computers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you guys are looking for a little giggle. Check out Stephen's Google reviews. <laughs> <laughs> the Canada Computers one just made me laugh so hard. Um, if I could have... A yawn. Any, remember our yawns today? <laughs> if I could have any company sponsor our podcast and get us free stuff, it would probably be like HelloFresh or something like that. Because yeah, well, that stuff's expensive, but I appreciate okay, it. Okay, well, let's just go with like Bugatti or something. What's that? A car? Oh. Car company? Bugatti? Bugatti! 
I have no idea. I think you're no. thinking of Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I've played enough racing games to know Bugatti's a thing. Maybe I have no idea, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, it sounds like the villain in like the 1980s horror film. Bugatti. <sighs> Speaking of 1980s horror films, we watched Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> 1984, yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. Shout out to my sister Mel, who was born in that year. Don't you have a sibling who was born in 84? Who knows? And who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so, WW84. Mm-hmm. It took a long time for this movie to come out. It was like, it's going to release this month and then this month. It's like, dudes, just release it. On it would have been great to see in theaters, though, when I was thinking about that. And I do think that they released it at a good time, which was like close to Christmas. They did put it in theaters. Oh, they did? Yeah. And people, some people go, apparently. Yeah. I think they're closed now. Sorry. Um, I think so. I don't know. But anyway, my consensus was I loved it. Have you, okay, let's ask some questions to all. Have you watched the first one? I have started it, but I have not finished it because it, I lost, I, it wouldn't keep my interest. Yeah, I think if you actually tried. Yeah, if I sat down and I watched it, then I would have watched it. I still think you wouldn't enjoy it that much. Yeah. But. I found the pace a little too slow for me. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. So, me, mm-hmm. cut to Steven. He's seen Wonder Woman 1. Now he's seen Wonder Woman 2. Wonder Woman 2 is better. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Considering I couldn't even watch the first one. Um, I already reviewed the first one, so I won't talk about it again. But I think it has a strong first half and an awful second half. They almost feel like two different movies or like two different directors. Right. Like they fired her halfway through and were like, no, we want to make... This thing that's stupid. You made a comment in the car the other day that you think that maybe the first movie had like people who are higher up be like, no, we needed to end this way. Yeah, I I feel like I read that somewhere, but it seems like the kind of thing where it's like, oh, people aren't going to see it or don't care about a girl superhero or something. And so it's like. Which is just not true. I I hate that whole thing. Actually, uh, Bill Burr talks about this with female comics and like people will always ask him oh do you think women can be funny and he's like stop with that effing question like yes of course women can be funny you know people don't care if it's a man or a woman as long as you're funny like that's all they come to the show for so i feel like this whole like oh no one wants to see a female superhero that's just not true well yes of course especially since the superheroes come from the comic books which were made so long ago and people were just as into it back then as they are now yeah anyway i feel like the, the my comment was that the executives were like forcing patty jenkins the director to do certain things that she didn't want to do but she had to to get the movie made right because it really yeah anyway number two is really interesting um, whereas one has a really dumb villain, like it starts out by making it almost like it's going to have a good villain, but then totally just goes with like a generic 
superhero like i'm the big bad guy and i'm the problem oh number one yeah yeah but in number two the villains are much more interesting Mm -hmm. and it has a really strong moral whereas number one started off like it was going to say something really interesting and then just didn't totally backtrack number two follows through on that what it's trying to say about love and sacrifice and moving on i really enjoyed it um and I think it came out, like, we watched it at a great time, which was New Year's, just after Christmas. But I think the message was nice for that season, you know? Yeah. Think about what's truly important to you. Yeah, there's a big, like, what do you wish for element mm-hmm. to the movie. And just, it, it comments heavily on, you know, learning to accept what we have, in a sense, and enjoy it. And... Not unlike a like, just take what you got. But no, in a, but... you know, it's you should watch it. It's cool. I liked yeah, it. I recommend it. It's a good one. Uh, we started watching Dora the Explorer. We've watched it before, but we watched it at my parents um, for New Year's, and I really honestly think that's such a good movie. I hope that my sisters rewatched it or will watch it. It's so funny. We've talked about it a few times. Yeah, we have. Big fans. Big, big fans. Big, big fans. So I watched. A new show called The Owl House. Oh. With Sienna. Oh, that's what you guys watched yesterday? Yeah. And you found it riveting? I was just tired, like I am right now. <laughs> but uh, I loved it. It's like a new Gravity Falls, very same kind of idea. It's like super weird. She goes to like this witch, dem- the demon dimension or something like that. And she becomes a witch apprentice. And it's just like, totally wacky and like weird <laughs> and i i totally dig it absolutely love the episodes that we watched we also have been watching over the garden wall matthew tried to get me to watch this a while ago and i didn't, wasn't feeling it walters tried to get me to watch it but i finally <laughs> did with sienna and it's been really good it's got elijah wood is one of the main characters well his voice frodo baggins yeah it's just like these two kids that are lost in the woods and Elijah Wood, which I forget the character's name. He's kind of like the worry wart, the older brother and kind of a pushover. And his younger sibling is just like totally oblivious to everything going on and gets, but always manages to stay out of like harm's way, even though he's like walking through fire, so to speak. And they encounter all these like really weird things in the woods. Hmm. And stuff. It's cool. It's very folk folklore-y. I like that stuff. Um, one thing you said there when uh, you said that Matthew and Walter tried to get you to watch this. I was talking to Kathleen and Rachel today about how I, if something is super popular, something inside of me is like, no, I will not like that. Like, I will never watch Game of Thrones. I don't think ever. Because people are so obsessed with it. And there's this book that came out last year called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And I didn't really care for the last book that I read of hers. But everyone and their mother is obsessed with this book. And like, I'm taking notes. I'm highlighting parts. This book's changed my life. It's so profound. And so I've been avoiding (laughs) reading it for so long. Um, But Kathleen and Rachel both really liked it. And they said that they think that it might help me during this time. Like there's a section on grief, I think. Um, 
Anyway, I decided to listen to it because I had some Audible credits to use on your account, actually. Um, and it's okay so far, but yeah, nothing's really stood out as like, oh, wow, this is life-changing for me. Yeah. But I think with those types of books, it's not going to be like that for every single person, right? Like, I like a specific kind of author and, like, person, the way they write. Like, I love um, Brene Brown. I don't love, I can't even, oh, Rachel Hollis, who is, like, this popular um, author right now. She wrote Girl, Wash Your Face and Girl, <laughs> Stop Apologizing, Okay. which, like, everyone else is, like, obsessed with. And I read them, and I was like, eh. Not for me. But then I'm like, did I think that because I was prejudging it because everyone was so obsessed with it? I don't know. Maybe a little. A little yeah. bit of column A, a little bit of column Z. Yep. What else did you watch? The Expanse. I'm well into season two now. It's good. I, f I was thinking about it. Like, I feel like every show that has like politics is like all about politics. Yeah. Because the writers like are just really into politics. But um, the Mormon stuff has kind of gone away now. I think it's maybe gone for good. I'm not entirely sure, which is good because it was super cringy. And it's just like a good space sci-fi. There's like politics and stuff. Introducing Mormons into like... Wait, hashtag. Oh, and by hashtag, I mean... Warning. Interruption. I don't really care for any of the characters in the show. That's one problem I have with it. Like, it is mm. an interesting plot. I'm interested to see where things go. But I don't... If anyone were to die, I just wouldn't care. Do they do, like, character development? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you just don't care about their stories? There's just none of them or anyone that I particularly care for. Except for the one... There's one person. The bodyguard kind of guy. Just because he's a lot more... Bodyguardy? No, he's just a lot more, like... I don't know, cowboyish, I guess. You something. like that stuff. You like the cowboys. Yeah. I was going to say that whenever I've watched anything that had, like, someone who was Mormon or introduced, like, a Mormon sort of character, I'm just always confused. Like, how do people not know still? <laughs> like, what? Like, how Mormons are. I mean, like, now when I say Mormon, I think of, like, the... Um, fundamentalist, you know, who practice polygamy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> the practice polygamy. I farted. Joel finds it very funny. <laughs> Excuse me. Just because, like, we refer to ourselves as, like, LDS or Latter-day <laughs> Saints. So, like, when they're trying to portray our, you know, lifestyle, it's just so backwards. But no one's ever trying to be accurate. They're trying I to know. make a caricature that serves their plot somehow. Which is, like, how most things are. Not just Mormons and stuff. But at least I appreciate, like, the musical The Book of Mormon. They do actually, like, base it off of our theology. You know, at least they did the research. I don't know. I can't comment on that. <clears throat> Anyway, but yeah. speaking of Mormons, I have been watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and it's not as good as the other ones that I watched, the other Real Housewife franchises, but it's getting good. I really like One Housewife in particular, but 
Yeah, man, I would never live in Utah. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. You would live in Utah. No, I wouldn't. Never. You would. We had a beautiful house. No. You can find good stuff anywhere. Don't be like that. No. Based on experiences that everyone I know who's lived in Utah has told me, and based on what I see in the show, it is so materialistic and... You know, there's a reason why it has the highest plastic surgery rate in all of the United States. I'm not saying it doesn't have its problems like anywhere. Yeah. I knew a lot of people from Utah, too. I do know a lot of people from Utah who are amazing. I'm not saying that everyone in Utah is like that. But even them, I would say that they would agree that it's really keeping up with the Joneses or keeping up with the Smiths, rather. Yeah, you don't have to participate in that. I'm sure it would annoy you, but... Yeah. It's also a very big state. That's true. There's lots of parts of Utah. So if we lived in Payson. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a thing? Yeah, Payson, Utah. I think. Interesting. So I got a water pick. Oh, yeah. Special segment. It's not actually the water pick because that one was like twice as much as this one. And this one had better reviews, but... It's essentially okay, water. Okay, I love it. I used it today because I have a hole in my tooth and I ate popcorn, so like kernels got stuck and I put it on the highest setting and I just flicked it on my tooth and it was like, like yeah. it came right out. That's cool. I'm always like, did I did it get everything? Like does it get everything? But I use no, it. No, I think it does. And it's great. My only dislike of it is that the power button is way too close to the speed button. Yes, I know. I kept You're pressing it. I'm like, like why is it turning? And it's just like, it's like squirting going, everywhere. Going um, yeah. But also, oh, what was I going to say? Water pick. Squirt the thing out. Crap, I don't remember. We played Scrabble with my sister and my mom. I won, naturally. Yeah, I learned that uh, solely. solely is spelled with two L's. And on an unrelated note, I'm disowning Lisa. <laughs> Totally unrelated. Solely <laughs> disowning. I was like, it's it's one L. And Two L's would like... be Solely, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like you dumb idiot. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. I was like, they're not as like I can't believe they're questioning Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's funny. English is not my best language. No, but then you guys doubted me when I wrote whoa. I didn't. I just wasn't sure if that was still like a recognized word. Of course it is. Yeah, you hear a lot of people going, whoa, pun to whoa. you. <laughs> no, it's like straight up mostly just scripture that's using. Yeah. Anywho, um, we also got a spot cleaner. Yeah. Do you feel it cleans the spots? I feel like it cleans the spots. Ozzy vomited on our carpet and it got rid of it. Yeah, it's only like 60 bucks, I recommend. Was it really? Maybe it was 80 Okay, you said first it was 50, and then I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it was 100. And you're like, yeah, I think it was 100. Like, that's a big difference. Is it? Oh, I don't know. It was, it, I don't think it was that expensive, honestly. Well, if you're interested, let us know, and we'll send you the link. What else did we get? An Xbox. The new Xbox Series S. Um, yeah. It's good. Great. We also bought a TV. That hasn't come yet. We're just loaded, you guys. 
Um, and I also bought... That's it. I think I bought this new hair product called Oribe. Oribe? Oribe? How is it? It's great. It's great. What um, does it do? But it doesn't give me... It, it's the best of the products I've used, but still not fully what I hope for. I'm just looking for some body. Maybe it's just the fact that you have really thin hair. Yes, that is the problem <laughs> that I'm trying to solve. Thank you. Yeah. Have you ever tried using the products that Jody uses? Mm. Last time I talked to her, she said she used it similar, some similar stuff. Hmm. I don't know. Does Jody have full luscious hair? No. <laughs> I I don't know. I no. I've been researching on Amazon and stuff, and the reviews and like top ten best things for men with fine hair. Uh, it's like hair plugs, <laughs> <laughs> extensions. Yeah, it's all these different kinds of things, but they're they're kind of expensive to experiment with. Yeah. So it's kind of annoying. You gotta look at the return policies. Yeah. I was reading a return policy today um, for something, and it was like no returns. <laughs> um, Discovered that anything with the word flex in it is basically gonna make your hair greasy and limp, even though it's like volume with flex. No, mm. it's just gonna be garbage. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I have a full head of hair. My hair's not thick, though. Like, if you feel it, that's not thick hair. I just have a lot of it. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. hold on. Oh. Whoa. What? What's the rush? I don't know. You said we have to be quick on this one. You can clearly see the battery percentage. That's true. Why are you talking like <laughs> that? <laughs> um, talk about... The, did we already talk about this last Sunday? The five love languages? Oh, I don't know if we did. I don't think we did. I wanted to, but we didn't. So we had a church lesson on... The Sunday and last Sunday. On um, Christ-like attributes and love and service and charity. Right? Yeah, the attribute is charity and love. Charity yeah. and love. And so we talked about how it's important to love others and serve others but it's also important to serve them in a way that would be most helpful to them or the way that they would feel most loved yeah that would be more meaning most meaningful and so we talked about the five love languages and there's so many books they're by gary chapman and there's the five love languages and then there's the five love languages for teens kids five love languages for food he's just going all out um but apparently he's really great he was a speaker though and we did have tickets to go see him but we didn't end up going because we didn't have a babysitter but i love that book and i have the one for couples and the one for kids so we did the quiz for the kids you can find the quizzes online um and our kids love languages jesse's is quality, quality time. time and gifts and gifts Sienna's is quality time and physical touch. Yeah, so they're... she loves to cuddle and get hugs and stuff. Spend time with you doing stuff. Now, obviously, mm -hmm. it's more in depth than that. There's all you know books about it. Yeah. You know, like gifts is not just like here's a present. It's like I got this thing for you when I was walking across the beach that reminded me of you. Yeah, and it's so true because 
when I was cleaning Jesse's room, he has, like, these stones and, like, this leaf. And I'm like, what's this from? He's like, oh, Sienna gave that to me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you remember how long he had that feather for? I don't know. Yeah. I found a feather on the beach, and I gave it to him, and he kept it for so long. So those things, like, really are special to him. That makes him feel the most loved. For me, we did that. We did it today. The kids were excited. They wanted us to do it so they could know how to love us better, um, which is just so sweet. Is that what they told you? Yeah. Huh. They said, I want to know how to give you love or That's whatever. Nice. Um, so what are yours? Mine is quality time and acts of or yep. words of affirmation. No. no, acts of service. Quality time and acts of service. What are mine? Uh, words of affirmation and quality time or acts of service acts of service I like it when you tell me I'm pretty and do the dishes yeah. you like it when I spend time with you and take out the garbage yeah so the point really is about like if Joelle gets me a present as a surprise I don't feel loved by that very much you now appreciate it everyone feels all the languages but some much more than others right i had one that was really low what was it i forget gifts gifts oh yeah <laughs> it was like five percent i don't like getting gifts no uh they don't make me feel as special but like if you you know we're like hey let's hang out and play Fortnite or hey let's hang out and watch that movie you've been wanting to watch think about that this psychologically though like think about your childhood and how you grew up like your really formative years were you ever really getting a lot of gifts no yeah but what... I was getting gifts the same as anyone else was getting gifts okay sorry. birthdays and Christmas okay but how much quality time did you get to spend with like your parents well with that was a deeper thing. But I would say that when I think back on it, I do think I spent a lot of time with my mom. But quality, one-on-one time? <sighs> kind of, yeah. She would do date nights every now and then, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Very scarce, but it was a concept. Yeah. Um, but she also had, like, five other children to do to try and... But I do think it has an aspect of, like, being in a big family and feeling lonely or stuff like that. Well, I think mine do, too, like, words of affirmation. Like, my parents are great, and they're very loving, but they're very also, um, you know, oh, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Like, what'll make you happy right now? Here, I'll buy you something, you know? One of those. I mean, they don't listen to the podcast, so I can say this. (laughs) And I'm sure Lisa will agree. Because we've talked about it before, but you know, I would have preferred to hear like, "Wow, I'm so proud of you," or "Yeah, you did such a good job today." Yeah, I'm sure you definitely analyze why you have those love languages. But I think what's most important is understanding them, and then mm-hmm. the problem is we often try and love people the way that we want to be loved, right. which is not effective. You need to learn how they like to be loved, yeah. which is where a lot of disconnect happens for couples, which the book goes over. Yep. I think. 
Um, and also for parents with their children. I mean, if you truly understand their love language and are trying to speak that love language to them, I feel like you'll be able to build a closer bond, especially like as your kids get older and they want to distance themselves a little more, which is just like natural, natural part of life, right? But I, I would encourage anyone in any relationship to do this. Same with like the personality tests. Yeah. And the thing I like that it's building with their kids is that their parents are making an honest effort to understand them and love them and handle them in the way that they want to be loved and handled. Yeah, and I think it also is setting our kids up for, you know, success in the sense that they're able to understand themselves a little bit more. You know, they can... I mean, I know they're six and eight, and maybe we have this all wrong, but I really don't think we do. Um... You know, I feel like understanding your love language is important when you go into, like, the work field or, you know, even continuing on through school. Yeah. I think a lot of people are confused in the world because they don't know why their relationships didn't work out or they blame it on something that it's not actually, it's not actually that. Yeah. And... I feel like out of all the personal development books... If you're going to read, because it is a new year, and I know so many people have set reading goals, and they want to try and, you know, do everything better this year and fix themselves, I think that the five love languages, any of them, again, by Gary Chapman, would be a great place to start. Yeah, also taking those personality tests. Yeah. I try and get, like, my coworkers to do them and stuff. Yeah, it's extremely helpful. Try to start at the basic. Or the, um, yeah, start with the basics, like understanding your personality and how, you know, yeah. you love. I think these things are also somewhat fluid, too. Mm-hmm. They can they can change, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. No, another, I think they can. Another book I would recommend is, oh, crap, I forget the name of it. But I talked about it on the podcast before. It's um, Where You Fall in Your Family. Yeah, I think all those things are very helpful yeah instead of focusing on you know your yahoo horoscope for the year try and try these things out instead all right well that's it for today i hope you feel like you've learned something i hope if your love language is words of affirmation just know that you're doing awesome today and we appreciate you And if your love language is acts of service, you should pick that big booger that's hanging out your nose. Yeah. And if your love language... No, Joelle, there's a big booger hanging (laughs) out your nose. There isn't. I can feel it. I did touch my nose anyway, just to make sure. If your love language is physical touch, just know that we're about to touch the phone to stop the podcast. And that's us touching your heart.